0: All right, Clips and Drew Nation, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. It's the NBA Finals. We felt the need to drop a mini pod. We're giving you a 30-minute pod going over game one and game two. We're talking about the whole series, what's going to happen in three, four, five, and six you know what it is people it's a follow through with clips and drew drew kick the intro music excuse me i didn't mean to interrupt like mount vesuvius i'm about due to erupt
1: use it or i'm losing it they say i need to loosen up tight i'm well taught i must do the max like us. i do have something to say
0: so you got to give it up give it up you never like What up, Broadcast
1: World? What's up, everybody? It's your
0: boys, Clips and Drew. This is a gift to you, our listeners. This is not... Drew and I were arguing before we we launched this broadcast. We don't know what to call it because it's not a full episode, Drew. Right. And it's not a, an emergency episode.
1: It's not an emergency
0: it's kind of in between. Drew was like, should it be
1: 77.5? Right, 77.5. And,
0: and I'm like, that could basically be like our averages in high school because that's pretty much what I averaged in high school. 77.5. That was like my grade point. Like, you know, I was a C.
1: Plus oh, grade. I thought you meant per game. Oh, like... no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Not that. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. All. Okay. Um, I was thinking, since it's not a full episode, not an emergency episode, I'm thinking like just the tip episode. Like just, just the give, tip. giving you just enough. We just want to talk about the NBA Finals. Today is Monday. Uh, games one and two are done. So let's just dive right into it, Drew. Game one is up in the six. The vibes were hot. The celebs were out. Toronto was on fire. How dope is Jurassic Park, by the way?
1: That's one of the coolest experiences that I've seen NBA like fans have to enjoy. Like it was a really good idea, and I'm not sure why more stadiums don't have this kind of like hangout area. They do
0: though. This is what's weird is people were saying like just what you said. More, more stadiums should have it. And you know, remember how I always talk about I went to San Antonio for the play? They had yeah. like the same thing. Huge outdoor spot with uh-huh. gigantic Megatrons and bars and beer gardens where people can. And it's there at the stadium. Oh, gotcha. And I don't know if they serve booze out in Jurassic Park at all. I'm not sure.
1: Because but- like, they do the concert thing, right? Mm-hmm. So they have some live music and stuff. And people are there early. I would imagine that there's got to be some kind of food and beverage situation for them. There has to be. There has I mean, to be to some bathrooms. Somewhere. You know, like, you got to be able to get in and out of Jurassic Park on some level or or have enough within it for people to stay for five hours. Right. So I would imagine there's got to be some food. Some, there was something some like – There was like
0: 25,000 people there, bro.
1: Right. And so, like, what I've heard, too, is that there's, like, multiple Jurassic Parks. Oh, there's a few of them. So there's not just the one – like, there's Jurassic Park that's right there, but there's also, like, viewing spots around the city – that have this same kind of thing that happening That shit as looks well.
0: more lit than being in the arena, Yo, to be honest it's, with you. It's
1: pretty dope, but I bet all, whatever, 25,000 of them wish they had seats. I agree. <laughs> I agree.
0: I just thought the energy game one was insane. Yep. Toronto came out firing. Um, Kawhi looked a little off. You know, he didn't have the best game. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the story of the game was, was uh, with the greatest. Pascal. Name. Well, call him his name now, dude. That's Spicy P now. Spicy P. I mean, that's a great nickname. Spicy P.
1: And so, like when we went into the series, we had a couple storylines that we were we that we were going to be looking at, um, and one of them was you know the big three for Toronto. It has to be a big three to match, uh, you know, the Warriors' big three of of Curry, Thompson, and Green. Obviously, Duran is not playing right now, so he's excluded from the big three. The big four it would be with him in it. Uh, and, you know, when we talked about it, we were like, you know, you had you actually had said Pascal should be an X factor for this series. Um, and he came out obviously ready to go. Right. I mean, one of a historic performance for a guy in his first game in the playoffs. But this is something that none of us could see coming. It, it wasn't impossible for Siakam to have a great game, but to do 14 of 17 and to literally hit like 11 or 12 in a row of all types of variances of shots, especially when Draymond Green had pretty much been the one that was like, all right, I'm it ended up in the second half. I'm going to try and guard this guy. And then he just couldn't miss. He like, he couldn't stay with him. He couldn't defend him. Uh, Siakam just played one of his best game, probably the best game of his life. I would imagine. I mean, 14 of 17 from the floor. You're not going to get much better than that, especially in these crunch time moments. And the interesting thing about this game is that, I thought Toronto was going to come out tight. And in the very first play of the game, Lowry has the crazy like four foot Ooh. way over pass, like Ooh. just threw it in the third row of the crowd. And I'm Chitters. like, yep, called it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you and thought you were on point. I was like,
1: got him. And then literally after that, everyone was just like, nope, we're yep. good. Like chilling. Not a problem.
0: I thought I thought Golden State came out just so focused on Kawhi. They had all, defensively yes. just focused on Kawhi. Yes. Um, that, that left Pascal and, and – you know, Marcus Saul had a fucking
1: great game. Well, they didn't know they, what to do with him in they the beginning. Didn't. They were leaving him wide open. They didn't. Right.
0: And we'll get into game two because that wasn't the same case. Right. But I just thought they were so focused on Kawhi. And Kawhi did not have a great game. No, he did not. Um, but these guys that we talk about, dude, again, you know, superstars are made in the playoffs and in the finals. Pascal is basically, you know, showing the world that he's here. But even our boy who lost his nickname, the never skeet Fred Van Vliet, mm-hmm. who definitely skeets because he had his... His baby in he Game did. Four. Yeah, you got the baby. Um, and they asked him after the game, you know, like, How, "Why are you playing so well?" He's all, like, "Do no sleep. Like I'm not sleeping. All I'm doing is thinking about basketball. I got this new kid. Right. And he, we've seen him mature because I remember no sleep in, Van Vliet. No sleep Van Vliet. There you go. Drew. Oh pound, my goodness. Pound. We're pounding. No right sleep now. Van Vliet. Love Van Vliet. It. Love it. Um, he came out firing too. He yep. looks like he he wasn't scared. He didn't shy away nope. from any of these guys. Yeah. Def- and and just. You know, Golden State didn't look that, nine days off. Right. You know, and we had mentioned on the last, on the last show that I had said that, that Steph came out looking a little, just a little too relaxed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: Steph was good, though. He was good. It was Clay. Yeah. So they start the game off, and it was clear that they were like, all right, Clay, we're going to get you going, right? Because Clay is a really good quick starter. And maybe even if that wasn't stated, Clay was ready to go. He was he had all the ammo. We talked about it leading up about not making the all NBA mm-hmm. team and he got a fresh lineup. Somebody's got a barber in Toronto out there that did him nice. He's got a nice little fade happening. He was pumped, ready to go, ready for a for showtime. No Kevin Durant. It's his time. He's got to step up, him and Curry. And he just he talked I think he took like the first seven shots. Like he was he was shooting and he was just missing. And that was rare, you know, like for for Clay. I mean, in game two, he responded nicely with that. But Complete in, game, opposite. in game one, he took like, the, I like I'm saying, like I don't think Steph took a shot for like the first five minutes. And Steph, you know, was fine. I mean, he, had, he ended up having an unbelievable game, 34 points, five boards, five assists. Uh, but outside of him, nobody else was really scoring. Only Clay and Draymond got into double digits. Clay eventually figured it out, ended up with 21 points. Draymond only had 10 points. But outside of that, nobody else scored in double digits for them. So... Really, the momentum was huge uh, for Toronto in that game one. Kawhi is definitely hampered. We can see it.
0: See it the way he you, walks. You can see the way he's he, only, he
1: only took fourteen shots mm-hmm. in game one. He was getting to the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he's so good that it's his pace, uh, just his presence. He can still score on you with like one and a half legs. It's pretty unbelievable. And then he was just letting he, he was letting the, the game come to him. Right? We said that the whole time, though. Right. No wasted energy whatsoever. Exactly. The
0: the Toronto's defense was. Swarming, like really, they they the right. way they guard the screen and roll, they yep. were not giving step or it was Clay beautiful. any room. It was beautiful. When you see your your center Gasol yep. coming off instead of biting on those those yep. screens, stepping up, create not giving step or any of these guys any space, it makes it really difficult for these dudes to get. They can still get
1: off. Oh duh, but yeah, but no, it it may be the best defensive scheme we've ever seen, uh, team wise mm-hmm. against Golden State. And there's something I wanted to say about this because. Uh, For those that are really kind of tuned into the NBA and have been paying attention to the season for the Warriors or for the Raptors uh, since the beginning, Patrick McCaw is a guy of interest. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, if you know this, he was on the Warriors last year. He won a title with them. And then him and his agent decided to play big boys, uh, you know, against the Warriors for some reason and hold out for an extra $3 million this year. Backfired. Completely backfired. Right. Right. Nobody had him a, offered him an offer sheet. Like, he was a restricted free agent, and he was trying to strong-arm the Warriors, and they were just like, all right, bye. And then here comes Alfonso McKinney, who's literally, like, your replacement. Like, identical. You could mistake these guys for brothers. And McCall ends up going to China and then getting picked up by Toronto. So there's something here. Because for, you know, say what you want about Patrick McCall and his playing ability. He played a lot of minutes for that Warrior team last year. He knows the system mm-hmm. inside and out. He had been on the team Good for two call. years. He is definitely a proponent right now for them defensively speaking about how, to, how they're running their systems and what to look for because they're all over it. Golden State is not having to – when they're successful, they have one, two, and three options memorized. And what Toronto's doing is covering one and two so that they have to go to three and then four option. And when the three isn't KD right. or or Clay or Clay, right. then it gets a little difficult when because you make... then you have uh Jonas Jerebko on mm-hmm. in the corner, you got Alfonso McKenney in the mm-hmm. corner, or Kevon Looney as the guy that ending up with the ball, you know, with five seconds on the clock sometimes, and that's just not working. Or you're ending up with Clay and Steph in crazy contested shots. So the performance overall for Toronto in game one was about as good as you could hope for as a Toronto fan. Like Kawhi banged up, still got his minutes in Pascal had the game of his life. You guys were hitting everything. The Van Vliet, no sleep Van Vliet Mm -hmm. bank three, like pretty much said it all in the fourth quarter. They weren't missing. And that's, that was just their night
0: in our group chat. Our boy douchebag. John said that that was like, that was the game. Like the nail in the coffin.
1: Yeah. But,
0: but you know, and it was, it was, (laughs) but I, I just think, the kid to me looks like he's ready to go, and I remember yeah. it w- if it was last year or two years ago when he was going at LeBron and like talking shit to LeBron, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man,
1: I don't like this kid, right? You know, yeah. But I, you know, he came out and played, and then and then the thing about Demarcus that right. I wanted to bring up too is that he was not ready to go. Nope he he rusty he, as fuck. super slow, like way out of place, uh, and and I, you know, he completely turned that around in game two, also. Well, so. let's
0: get, I mean, and. Draymond Green lost 26 pounds in the last three weeks. <laughs> six, weeks. Can, six, six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. You can see it. You can see yeah. it, bro. Yeah. The dude is flying down the court. He looks amazing. He looks spry as fuck. Yes, he does. Um, He's back to 2015. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Joel, Draymond. take Joel and B. Take notes. Please. Um, also, the trolling, the Drake trolling, rocking yes. the Dell Curry jersey, which Dell ended up signing. Um, Talking shit. Him and Draymond got into it afterwards, and they wanted to make a big deal out of it. It but was banter. It was playful.
1: Banter. I heard that literally after game one, like the next day, Draymond and Drake were seen having dinner.
0: And then he was wearing an OVO. An he OVO had a red OVO. red
1: OVO sweater. Mobbing while, through Toronto. Walking around the streets of Toronto, which is a smart move. Right. If you don't want to get heckled.
0: And I so again I called that they were gonna win game one. Yep. Um actually I have them winning I had them win game game one and two. You did. I did. And let's get into game two though.
1: Real quick before uh-huh. we, we jump. The one thing that I w- we we wanted to look at too at beginning was was lineups and matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started the Warriors started Jordan Bell and just were trapping Kawhi at all every time he would come off a screen, and and that was an interesting thought. But they it's almost like they paid too much attention to Kawhi totally. and weren't ready for everybody else. So that was an adjustment that they made in game two. Mm-hmm. So as we go into game two, no Jordan Bell. I don't think he played a minute, Mm-mm. and they went with Looney and Boogie. and Boogie and. Bogut played, and now the Bo main didn't start though. No, no, he didn't. It was it was uh, it was Looney, I think. No, Boogie Oh no, started. Demarcus. Demarcus mm-hmm. started, then Looney, and then obviously so the the biggest the biggest headlines here. No Kevin Durant still. Clay goes down. With a hamstring injury.
0: I want to get into that.
1: And Looney goes down with a possible fractured collarbone.
0: Iggy went down in game one. At
1: the end of game one. That we didn't bring up. And, and but I, he looks fine. He looks he, fine. He
0: does look fine. Yeah. Going, It was suspect, though. We didn't right. know. It was bad. Um, it didn't look great. From the tip, though. From the fucking tip of game two. Boogie was. Uh, he could have gotten three fouls. On the first play, getting in, get <laughs> seriously, he was getting in Gasol's ass. Yeah. So and even Gasol was like, "What the fuck, bro? It's the yeah, tip." Yeah. Right. Um. And Boogie came because I think he heard what all, all the reporters were saying. Well, he played like, like shit. He played like shit in game one. He did. And then he came out in game two. He was passing the ball really well. Um. Good defense, Great good rebounding. Defense. Mm-hmm.
1: Like he did exactly what they needed him to do. They go,
0: Toronto goes up fourteen or twelve. 12 Steph yeah. is zero for six. He couldn't hit anything. Something went on on the sidelines where he was drinking, you know, energy shots and went to the back. Yeah,
1: he like something happened. That there was a lot of like speculation that he wasn't feeling well mm-hmm. somehow. Doris reporting from the sideline. Doris the was insight. on it. She's on the insights. <laughs> Doris is like, I think Steph just sneezed. Um, I have confirmation. Actually, that was a sneeze. Um, we are we are still figuring it out. If it was allergy related, was there dust? We don't know. But we know he sneezed.
0: And, and like when she interviewed uh, Coach Kerr, she she was asking him about it. And the Coach Kerr is like, Doris, you t- this is your, your job. job. You figure
1: it out. You tell me. Please, because I don't know. I don't walk to the end of the bench. I don't speak to the trainers. No. I'm too busy over here coaching, you know. The one, the stuff that's happening on the floor,
0: dude. And then Clay, Clay is just Aquafina Clay, bro. Clay came He's,
1: out ready to go, game came, two. Wow, holy shit, was he incredible? It was another one of those uh, catch and shoot Clay games where he was like, "Fuck this, dude, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going up." And it was just my bang, 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 left and right. But also Toronto came out
0: hot. They came out playing their game. Yep. And I remember saying to myself before I even said anything in our group chat. I'm like, oh fuck, we're they're they're about to get game two. Like this looks too easy, right? Right now, uh, I think Steph went in at halftime with like five points or something like that. Yeah, it was
1: a slow start for Steph. I mean, in general, he didn't have the best game. I mean, he only had 23 points and he was six of 17 shooting, um, and you know, three of ten from three. So like, even even with you know the way that that game went, he was he was huge for them. And during that run, oh, but so was everybody uh, during that run. We're talking about uh, the, the Warriors. The Warriors go in down four at half, and then. End up holding Toronto for five minutes before they can score. They didn't get a free throw, a bucket, nothing. nothing, no points scored till five minutes into the third quarter. And during that time, Golden State goes on a twenty-zero run, which is the patented Golden State. Like third quarter is our quarter. I I attribute
0: it more. Uh, I mean, they had a great they had a great third quarter. Yeah, I'm not saying it was bad, but fucking Toronto couldn't get. I don't know what happened. It was like the Monstars took. Yeah. All of their. It was like a switch. Like
1: the fourth quarter, game one, they were hitting right. everything. Third quarter, game two, it was like they literally couldn't hit, put the ball in the hoop. Nope. Couldn't put it in the basket. And that's where Kawhi, I think for me, like Draymond said, Pascal's not going to get another 20 point game on mm-hmm. me. Like, not again. Not going to happen. We all knew that was going to be the adjustment that Draymond made because it's a personal thing for him. Uh, so we knew Pascal was going to have a slightly lower uh, percentage game. And then Kawhi. Was just not in a position to take over the game like he normally is. Like physically, it seemed like he was hampered. Clay is a hell of a defender, made every shot difficult for him. Even though Kawhi still ended up with a decent box score, uh, you could tell you know he had 34 points in game two, um, and but was only eight of 20 shooting and got to the free throw line 16 times. So again, he knows he's not he's not. Necessarily going to make you know blow by people right now, but he knows how to control himself. A lot of phantom calls and too. get to the line. There was a lot of phantom calls. Uh, I think the refing was pretty good. Both they, both games, one and two. They, I, I think they gave Kawhi about four trips to the line that he didn't that he didn't need. Yeah, and I think it went both ways. So it's physical out there. Though. It is. That's the one thing, especially when they're guarding Curry, Toronto. They're they're handsy. Like they're they're making it him know that they're there. You know, right behind him every step. Not letting him just do his normal like jogging around thing. They're when he's cutting between the lane or, or going around a screen, someone is bumping him at, on at pretty much everywhere he goes. You know what, too, dude. I, I'm going to say this, and Jeff Crompton
0: can be as upset at me as he wants, bro. Okay. But Steph Curry flops on any contested three, bro. Any and every contested three, the dude is kicking his legs, moving his hand. You will see how he lands, bro. This is why Clay got hurt. Clay got hurt from trying to create contact with his legs and he he landed wrong. He
1: landed aw- he landed awkwardly, it's true.
0: And I get it that's the way the game is played yeah. now. That's what I, I totally understand. Yeah. But his spot up 3 is totally different than a, cont- a contested three.
1: Well, there's something to be said about the fact that like like I'm saying, they're they're giving him no space. So there is something to be said like there's a couple times where especially for a, a caliber uh, a player like Steph, like he's in the upper echelon that typically will get those calls like Kawhi was getting like just the, the the general like oh you're a superstar you're going to the rack that must have been a foul kind of a call that that LeBron gets Kawhi gets uh Durant will get these James Harden gets some lives off of them Westbrook same thing like Steph is almost always on the bottom of that list of players in that category that go to the lane and never get a foul call now some of it is his exaggeration and his flailing uh, but the other at the same I'll time like Chris Paul. at the same time it is i think he is getting hit on some of these shots not necessarily the threes mm-hmm. but definitely when he's going to the rack i think there is a lot of contact that would be called like if lebron was making that play do you think there is though cuz don't you think
0: steph is so much smaller than everybody else that it, you could tell if there's way more contact than that i think i think for sure the one thing Kawhi's got going for him is referees love him. He cool. neb- does not complain. He just shuts up, yeah. Shut, d- Even
1: when it's a bad call that he disagrees with, he yeah. put, just puts the ball down and just yep. runs away. And refs like that. They'll yeah. give him the fucking calls. Yes, yeah, you're totally You know right. what I mean? Yes, absolutely.
0: They'll, they'll give it to him over Draymond, definitely. Right. You feel me?
1: And so the story of game two really was, for me, about the the missed shots from Toronto. Mm. Like, this is where, you know, Kawhi what did, Gasol shoot? Do you Kawhi his, did his thing. Gasol had six points. Yeah. Uh, he was two of seven. Ooh. Siakam to only twelve points, five of eighteen, and Lowry thirteen points on four of eleven. Van Vliet took the third most shots. He was seven of seventeen with seventeen points, second leading scorer on the team. And so you, when you end up with that, like Danny Green only had eight, uh, Ibaka seven, Powell seven. Powell's electric. They need to play Powell a little oh, bit I more. I love him. They, he, I they, love. Him. They got to get him on the floor more, especially if Lowry is not hitting. Like you gotta bring Van Vliet, you gotta you gotta bring Powell. Lowry ended up fouling out in this game.
0: Who was it? It was Ibaka
1: had three quick.
0: Oh yeah. Gasol had three yep. quick. Lowry had three quick. Lowry they left him out too, bro. Yeah, they had When to. he had four when
1: he had four, I they think left four him out. Four or five, yeah, yeah. But and yeah, he only ended up, ended up playing twenty eight minutes. Van Vliet, on the other hand, played thirty eight minutes. Wow. Um, and that's why the the shot disparity. But like, dude, I this is gonna be the story, right? Like Kawhi's gonna pretty much do his thing. We've known this from day one. No one can really stop him, even if he's injured. It comes down to making shots. the rest of the team being able to step up in moments, whether it is Van Vliet or Siakam. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a 30 to 35-point effort, but there has to be a spike from somebody or Golden State's just going to continue to do this. It's interesting because uh, both games, Golden State scored exactly 109 points. Game one, game Didn't two. Didn't notice that. It's interesting. And the thing that I think is worrisome is like, outside of having Siakam have this unbelievable performance in game one, they only won by nine points, mm-hmm. right? And DeMarcus seems to be stepping they cut up.
0: They Iggy, Iggy it close. It was so that, close.
1: If Iggy doesn't hit
0: that shot, we got a game, dude. You're talking about game two now? Game two. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, in game they one, though. It
0: they were up for, like, 14 yes. in game two.
1: Yeah. They, no, Raptors definitely made a comeback. Mm-hmm. The Warriors got stagnant offensively. The box and one defense that – Ah, uh, Toronto out in the fourth was very confusing, and at that time, Looney had already gone and Clay had already gone. Toronto was just like, all right, somebody else beat us. We're not letting Steph beat us. It was a box and one. I've never really seen that what done. What about
0: fucking Quinn Cook, dude? Quinn Cook hitting huge Two shots, huge th- th- three. This
1: is what I'm saying. So, like, it, you know, in this game, Quinn Cook steps up, Iggy hits a huge mm-hmm. three at the end of reg- towards the end of regulation, um, and moving forward to games three and four. Who the fuck is healthy for the Warriors? Well,
0: dude, can they take some yoga Can they take yoga classes or something? Because they pull more muscles than anything yeah, I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, calves and hamstrings. I'm just calf, hamstring, quads. Yeah.
1: What, what's what, who's all the lower. strength and conditioning coach? <laughs> we needed to talk to you, sir. On, go- <laughs> on Golden State. Yeah, that's that's really funny. <laughs> okay. That's really funny. Okay. They need leg day. Le- uh, leg day. Leg stretching day. <laughs> no, you're right though. But but the serious point here mm-hmm. is like, all right, Demarcus seems like okay. Maybe he can be involved a little bit more. You can lean on him a little bit. But if Kevin Durant, uh, as I now have to admit, clearly doesn't have a torn Achilles because he would have had to have surgery, we both, we he would be—he has to be in a boot. But we knew that the severity of this calf strain or whatever it is was obviously more than they were letting on to. So we're right in in that respect. The good news is that it actually may be legitimate that he might be able to get and you know be suited up for Game Three. But if he's not and Clay can't go. And Looney's out for the series. Iggy might be tight. Iggy's definitely going to be tight for the rest of these finals.
0: And if if Steph is still having allergies, bro. This is
1: what I mean. Like, so we could feasibly have a lineup that starts with uh, game three as like Steph Curry, Alfonso McKinney, Andre Iguodala, Boogie and Draymond. Right. And so, like, that's not a lineup for success. And
0: then wh- who are the six, seven, eight, nine? Right,
1: because then you're leaning on Livingston to play more. And who, who's doing fine? He's stepping up, yeah. you know, doing his normal Livingston thing. Uh, you need, you need Jarebko to step up huge. If, Looney, if Looney's one. out, Bogut's going to continue to do it. Yeah, Quinn Cook will play. It's all hands on deck right now for Golden State. And so if there is a silver lining to this for Toronto, it's like, yeah, you, you really could have beaten the Warriors in game two. Uh, you know, if you guys hit some more shots, it's clearly within your favor to, to take that game, especially after clay went down and now moving forward, you have to look at yourselves and be like, all right, we're in a pretty good spot, but you're
0: going back to the
1: Bay and, Definitely. That, and that's going
0: to be an issue. And back to what you're saying about Kevin Durant. Yes. We saw him walking around the locker room. We saw him do all this. We have not seen him in shoot around. We have not say t- dude, I haven't seen him Kevin, jog. No, 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 I am saying this right now. Yeah. This is a dumb fucking thing to do. Okay. If, if, uh, there, I don't think there. There's no panic button yet. Right. They should play their fucking game three in the bay. Do not rush this because NBA uh, uh, an NBA game on a strained calf coming off a strained calf and you haven't been doing conditioning right. or played in that game, especially how he plays. Right. This could be really, really bad. And going into free agency, you're going to get your money no matter what. Even if you 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 hurt that that right. calf one more time, but I don't think they should put the push the panic button right now because I think that could be. A really, really bad scenario. Well,
1: there's one person that that has personal experience with this that that recently got fucked by making this decision. His name is Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas mm. for the Boston Celtics. Mm. He should have pumped the brakes yeah. that season that he went off his magical season, his last season in Boston, and he said, "What well, you know, what? I'm I'm just gonna play through my hip. Like, yeah, it hurts, but just you know, give me some painkillers, give me on the floor, let's go. I'm ice cold. Like, I'm gonna rock this," and that has obviously bit Isaiah Thomas in the ass because as we talked about, you know, after that trade went South and he wasn't able to get back on the floor, he cost himself a hundred million dollars and it's his decision. Right as much as like pre- as much pressure as he'll get internally from within the organization, be like, oh, you know what, you know, it's your decision, but you know you can choose to play, and if you want to do that, it's not gonna be a problem. It'll just we'll we'll do it in the off season. Like we'll make sure that you're taken care of in the off season, and then boom, you're traded. Like obviously Durant is a different player entirely than Isaiah Thomas, but at the same time, like you have to have big picture stuff here. Yeah, I know this off season is vital. This is very important. You always want to win, especially when you're you're that close to the finish line. And the competitive, like the dog in you, is gonna come out and be like, "Nah, give me on the floor. I'm gonna drop 35." I think it's
0: more. I think it's more of Kevin Durant don't want them to win a title without him because that then that's more of the narrative. That's
1: what I'm getting into though. Like there's there's a lot of reasons why he should he he, he wants will, to play. will he will want to play, mm-hmm. but at the same time he has to really think this through because if something happens like you're saying he comes back too soon, he aggravates something or more serious happens. Look what happened to Boogie? That's exactly my point. Okay. So yeah, we're making the same, same point shit. here, and and the whole idea of this is is he needs to take this very seriously i honestly i can't expect him to play uh at all in game three if we haven't seen him at least jog up and down the floor take a free throw we haven't seen him Shoot any around. anything at all and what i do expect is i think they'll 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 muscle clay up they're gonna get clay ready to go they'll start clay we'll see how far he can go before it tweaks up and then maybe they'll pull him but i think th- i think clay will suit up and be ready for game three Regardless of whether or not he actually can play that whole game, and
0: KD, if you do play, make sure you stretch, bro. Get somebody to stretch that bitch out. Good God. Okay. Yeah. What? Some calf raises. So are you saying Kevin Durant plays in Game Three? No. Me either. I'm saying no. But yeah. Don't push them if they, especially no. if they go. No. Don't. I'm especially with you on it's that. one one. Right.
1: It's one one. So you're totally right. Like down o two, mm-hmm. I think there's a real consideration to go. You know what? Can you can you run like down can one? Can you do this? Mm-hmm. But if it's one-one, you're going back home. Uh, Steph's in a great spot, you know. You know the Warriors look just fine. They look, you know, this is a good, it's a good competitive series, uh, you know. Like the this this Raptors team is is everything that the Warriors can handle. So like it's all good on in that regard. Uh, there's a really good chance that if Clay's hurt, if 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 Kevin's hurt, we know Looney's not going to play. The Raptors should win game three. If that's the case, if, if Clay and Durant are out, the Raptors should be favored for game three, 100%. even though they won't be because it'll be an Oracle, blah, blah, blah. And, and so they should feel pretty solid about going into game three right now, regardless of whether or not. Who do you got winning game three? Do you have to wait and see who's
0: who's? Yeah, I can give you not?
1: I can give you my options here. If if Clay and Looney and Durant are all unavailable, it is Raptors and it may be Raptors by 10 or 12. If what I think is gonna happen, Clay's banged up, they get him out there, they see what he can do. His presence alone will make them adjust, and if they can stretch him and have him in key moments in the third and fourth quarter, I think the Warriors will win. If Clay's available, I, I have the Warriors winning. So if Clay's available if Clay's playing, you have him winning.
0: I say you go right for the go right for their throats if I'm Toronto. If if you know Clay's not feeling well right. or not doing well, I say go right at Clay, dude. Take right. it, take it to him. Take him in the box all day long. Yeah. If he's if he's struggling with that leg,
1: and where Demarcus was successful in Game Two was really within the motion offense. The reason I'm bringing he can this pass up, the ball too. Yeah, dude. he's 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 very good. Yeah, he's a very skilled basketball mm-hmm. player. Uh, but the thing about it was is like it was mostly him making another pass or setting another screen. If Clay's out, he's going to have to be the guy shooting that three. And even though he was looking great in Game Two, I mean, he only had 11 points. But everything was looking good. It's another thing to have to shoot maybe 15 times uh, and 10 of those be wide open threes, especially if you miss your first couple. Right. you know So it's gonna be a lot of weight on him. And the rest of the team to pick it up, like scoring wise. Like Alfonso McKinney is going to have to hit some seriously big threes. Mm-hmm. Quinn Cook is going to continue to shoot and hopefully make. He
0: looks confident
1: as fuck. He's out always. There, I'm though. not worried about like his confidence, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's what I'm saying. He's going to continue to shoot mm-hmm. and he needs to continue to deliver on the threes that he's making, in order for them to, to come through with this. If the Warriors lose game three, you bet your ass Kevin Durant's Kevin on the Durant, floor. Kevin Durant will be playing. Kevin Durant's on the floor in game uh, four. That, are, but,
0: you, are we watching the game together? Are we going to try to do this? Wait, uh, Wednesday,
1: yeah. Why not?
0: I mean, we might have to try to do that.
1: Yeah, let's do it. I don't know what else we're doing. All right. Well, <laughs> well we're, I'm definitely watching the game. You have any uh, predictions? I'm taking
0: Toronto. I think I, Toronto I just, takes game 3. Yeah, I just think I I, I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're banged up. I'm more focused on Golden State not having a really great bench and, you know, I, I just want to see more from Danny Green, dude. I want Danny Green struggling. to do a more. He is and struggling we're, right now. We're kind of, we've been waiting like for a while for this guy. He,
1: He's still impressive on defense. Yeah. He's still doing a really good job on defense. But he's just not hitting Their shots. Their team
0: defense is, what, is great. It, it, I it's love the best.
1: everything about it. It's the best defense I've seen against the Warriors from a team point of view.
0: And let's be real, dude. We're at the end of the NBA season. Yeah. These people have been playing all fucking years. Since October. Ka- Kawhi took a couple, took some breaks. You know what I mean? And it sound, this, seems like he needed to. He, he did. To and get we're just this seeing everybody's going. banged up, dog. Yeah. So, like you said, very competitive series. Game three tomorrow or Wednesday night. Yeah. Um. How many minutes is that, Drew? What did what, we get? We are at this?
1: 30 minutes, exactly. Oh, just a mini pod. A little 30 banger. I,
0: well, I like just the tip
1: pod. Well, I mean, we can give you a little preview. So, you know, we are going to drop another episode after game three. Yes. So, Wednesday night or Thursday night, probably Thursday. So, look for that on Friday. And what I want, you know me. I I gotta I gotta get some stuff off my chest. I read this whole article about the Lakers organization. It took me it took me an hour and a half to read it. Is I Angry like Drew I kept back I kept throwing out? the phone like I kept. <laughs> Lakers are getting CP3, y'all. Bro, They're getting CP3. So I want to get into that a little bit more. And <laughs> Kawhi and
0: Leonard suing the uh, suing Nike. Suing Nike lawsuit We're gonna talk about dropped that. today.
1: So we have we have more stuff to talk about the league. Yeah, um, I have some really interesting trade possibilities for Houston coming up. Oh, I want to hear those. So yeah, okay. um, look forward to that though, people game three coming wednesday looking forward to it dude so follow through with clips and drew just a tip pod
0: just for you guys our listeners keep screenshotting keep sending us your videos keep doing what you're doing post our damn stickers everybody that has the stickers post them up we're coming back to you thursday it's a follow through with clips and drew drew we're ghosts jerebco